Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Hello. Um, Have you ever thought about a movie you wanted to watch? Like, you want to watch a movie tonight, and, you know, back in the day, you'd go to the DVD store, and you'd walk in, and there'd be all these genres, um, you know, action and drama and whatnot, and you would choose a genre of movie to watch. Well, tonight, I think we're going to have a conversation very similar to that. I'm very excited about the show tonight. The topic tonight is Shining Akashic Light on You, Inspired Transformation and Growth with Linda Howe. We're going to bring Linda on in just a minute, but I want to I noodle this notion of genres, movie genres, and kind of turn it on its head a bit. So if, if you take a step back and look at what's playing out on the planet right now, there's masses of humanity that are waking up. But if you go back in time, not very long at all, 50 years, it was a white picket fence, very naive kind of society. So in just 50 years' time, we've kind of uh, blown the whole um, genre um, archetype up, if you will. And and if you look at action and adventure today, we're taking rockets into outer space. We're doing um, brain surgery, um, exotic travel, um, extreme sports. So, what I what I would like to do tonight is is fast forward another 50 years. Oh, screw it! Just turn the knob. Let's go forward like 200 years, and we've we've gone through the puberty era, if you will, that it seems like we're going through now, and we've, we've come around, we've, we've found our legs, and, and all of us, all of humanity can stand in its own uh, stature and feel at ease with itself, where every one of us feels content and assured that we're taken care of, there's nothing to worry about. Our, our well-being is assured. Nobody even talks about it anymore. We're all passionately engaged in what gets us excited, art, music, drama, writing, singing, etc. And so 200 years from now, we're not coming out of the karmic tsunami. We've come out, we've dried off, we, we've uh, regained our stature, and we're living our life intentionally with full expectation that whatever we dream up will certainly be. We're anchored in that knowingness that whatever we're working on will come to fulfillment. So I want to just plant that seed, and then uh, I think it's time to bring our guests on because I'm pretty sure we're going to have a great conversation. Again, the topic tonight is Shining Akashic Light on You, Inspired Transformation and Growth with our guest, Linda Howe. Um, Linda is a leading expert specializing in using the Akashic Records for personal empowerment and consciousness development. By making her pathway prayer process freely available to all, I love that, she became the first person to bring access to the Akashic Records, the energetic archive of souls, to the world community. An award-winning author and teacher in the field for the past 24 years and a previous guest on our show right here on the New Human Living Show, Linda founded her Center for Akashic Studies in 2001. She has just launched an online component featuring certification and enrichment classes. Her comprehensive, inspired curriculum has been 
revealed to her through her relationship with the Akash and refined through her work with thousands of students over the years. I'm sure this conversation is going to go some very curious places. So without further ado, join me in welcoming Linda Howe to the show. Linda, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Les. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here this evening. So you've been teaching. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for being back on the show. It's, it's a delight having you on the show, and to have you back on is a treat. I'm delighted that we have this episode tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. I'm really happy to be with you. I know we always, we have a good connection and and I, I know it just, you know, it just pours out. And so it's wonderful. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, we, we threw the script away, so it's all seat of the pants tonight. Um, so <laughs> you've been teaching, <laughs> you've been teaching the Akash for such a long time. What were some of the hidden traits that you learned about the Akash later on after uh, developing a deeper relationship with them? Oh, wow. Well, you know, it's been, you know, it's been a a journey of 100,000 surprises, as you can imagine. Um, I started, you know, I started working in the Akashic Record in 1994 and teaching in 1996. And the last I noticed, it's 2020, and I really don't know how that happened. But I'll tell you. One of the first um, ideas that came to my awareness when I was in in the Akash um, was that this, here, here's the idea, this is a spiritual, an infinite spiritual resource. Well, you know, I thought I knew what that meant. <laughs> I want you to know, I had, I mean... <laughs> I had no idea. And I'll tell you what, I also had this idea. I thought, this is, whatever this is, I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. You know, it was very mysterious, and it was pretty esoteric. And, but at the same time, it was so intimate and wonderful. I thought, I am going to go with this until it, like, dries up or right. gets boring or right, goes yes. flat. Right, I, I was, yeah. I, and that yeah. would have been fine. That would have been fine. I thought I'll just, you know, I'll I'll ride this into the sunset, see how long it lasts. Well, lo and behold, here we are, twenty six years later. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just wrapping up my fourth book on the records, and and you know, using the record for to to improve the quality of of life, and. Uh, you know, when I started this, I had no idea. I had no. I thought I knew what infinite meant. But you know what's right. even funnier is from where I stand now, I, if I know anything, I know that I'm only at the beginning, right? Whatever this right. is, the more, right, the deeper I go, the more there is. And that, I think, is is one of the greatest um really earth earth shaking ideas that has come to my attention. So that's that's like the first one. And of course there are only there's probably a million other ones. Um you know, everything from the idea you know, when I first came into the record, I I really was very steeped in, in a very like dualistic um, thinking, right? Th- life was good or bad. I was good or bad. Every everybody was good or bad. You know, I was raised in a right. traditional Midwestern religion, and so so things were very, you know, right, wrong, good, bad, positive, negative. And even when I came into the record, I thought, oh, oh, I see. The idea is, I'm gonna I'm gonna like um, amass a quantity of light and and obliterate all darkness and, you know, all this. I'm, I'm going to rack up more pluses than minuses. Well, lo and behold, I find out that this good, bad, right, wrong, dualistic approach has, has, very, has, nothing, has nothing to do with spiritual truth or reality. That right. the fact is 
Right? And I didn't know that. So I began. So what happened, like when I first started using the record, I would be looking for how how people, you know, how can I be more balanced? How to balance karma? How to, um, you know, kind of like obliterate, you know, um, harms done, erase negativity, that kind of thing. And what I found in the record was that that really was, first of all, it was a, a, an archaic idea. And that, first of all, there's no scorekeeping. And that right. the purpose, right, who knew? You know, I'm like, what do you mean there's not? You know, I like to get 100 if I can. I thought, oh, I'm not going to get What do you mean they're not giving a grade? Anyway, um, so... But it, but it really turned it turned my whole understanding right of what what it what it means to be human and the purpose of being human like what is the soul's purpose um, engaging in this human journey right what what really what was I thinking what were we thinking right right and yeah, I used yeah. to think I used to think I have to tell you I used to think it was all about. We're going to, you know, I'll have good experiences, bad, even, you know, I'll have debts, I'll pay them, I'll, you know, I'll be, whatever. And and we're all going to work this out. And at the end, we're going to arrive at a zero. And we're going to, in the great cosmic ledger in the sky, right, It's we're going to zero out on the balance sheet. Well, lo right. and behold. No, no matter what. like No like matter the, what, right. But what I, yeah. Be, before, but what I learned yeah, in the I, record. I can imagine two. I can imagine two souls standing there looking at the incarnation possibilities, and they're like, wow, we found some pretty dark karmic crap on planet Earth. I mean, look at these scenarios that are playing out. And one of us said to the other, do you think that's bad? Hold my beer. And then we'd come in and topple the the cart over and go even farther into the karmic quagmire. Because I'd suggest to you... um, it's uh, one of the very, very compelling things about these decades, these years that we're going through mm-hmm. right now. What's an extremely compelling thing is that we're going from total ignorance, total cluelessness, where we had no notion of our divinity, no notion of source consciousness, no notion of Akashic um, history of our soul, and and the uh, right. The power of the human genome, the human persona, the human DNA is a vessel, a vehicle of experience for the soul to come down and um, become an avatar to. The human persona affords instantaneous manifestation because Jesus is walking around. He's like, you guys are hungry. Poof, out of thin air, there's, there's a meal to be had. And so right. when we cuz we could talk about the the healing attributes of the akash or of reiki or of mm-hmm. forgiveness or compassion but what we're talking about when we're talking about healing is fixing the car we're healing we're taking what's broken and making it fix so at some point the healing's got to be done and the flipping car works and we get in it and now we're going to drive somewhere and it's a whole mm-hmm. different mindset to be a driver than a healer or a person healing. So when you think of the archetypes now, now Linda, you, you have looked at the archetypal um, uh, spectrums of uh, possibilities. What are some of the notions, the wisps, the hints you get about archetypes that perhaps we haven't language before that aren't anchored in healing, but perhaps anchored in alchemy or, you know, shaman or mystic kind of uh, personas that will become more mainstream. Do you know, I haven't thought of this (laughs) specifically. Well, I'm here Um, to stir your head. You are really right. You have just really, I'm like, oh, this is a great, what a great idea to look at, to really examine. Um, so so here's, what I, here's what I have been really 
uh, looking at. And, and I am just impressed that, that this possibility exists. So, so one of the things I've observed is that, that our nature, right, we have this loving, infinitely, eternally loving nature at the level of spirit and soul. That's, that's our nature, right. right? And yet at the human level, we are imperfect, right? Very, it's, yep. it's, the, it's an essential conundrum, right? It's the paradox we all face. And Perfectly when we're not imperfect. embodied, right, when we're not embodied, very easy to love ourselves, right, and to love each other and to love all of creation. Of course, we're, we don't have mortgages. We don't have teenagers. You know, we're doing a happy dance out there. <laughs> then we get here, and it's like, holy smokes, what was I thinking? Okay, so the question right. becomes, how do I, as an infinite, eternal, immortal being, how do I love myself even though I am a mere mortal, I am flawed, I'm nervous, I'm whatever I am? Because what seems to be is that these efforts and strenuous efforts we humans have to fix and change ourselves um, right. can, can, be, can be exhausting and they seem to fail. Okay, so how do we eliminate or reduce, right, negativity, condemnation, right, being hard on ourselves? The idea of loving ourselves is is such a new idea. I know if my parents knew that I was interested in loving myself, they would be so upset. Because right. I, you know, I come from people, right? They, we took great pride in how how much we ignored ourselves, <laughs> right? They'd take your and so this is the way and lock it up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because see, we are the first human beings on the face of the earth to be consciously engaged in in um, like expanding our experience of loving ourselves even though we're imperfect because that is the only way that we can transform, right? And what's particularly Indeed. powerful about the Akashic Light is the neutrality, the compassion, the neutrality, right? The safety. And in the space of that safety, it's easier to... You know, for us humans, it's easier to be honest about, you know, what we're doing, what we're up to, our motives. And it's also easier to extend kindness and respect to ourselves, even though we are still, while in human form, essentially imperfect. So it resolves all these conundrums. And it's, it's really, um, it's almost scandalous. I think of my poor grandparents, like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) To the caterpillar brain, the butterfly thoughts are are, uh, um, profane. Oh, isn't that, do you know that's true? Sure. (laughs) You know that's true. What am I saying that to you for? You know it. (laughs) You did, you you hit it on the head when you said self-love. Because, you know, so if I daydream, and I, I suggest to you this takes effort. Imagine you have a wand and the damn thing works. And so the moment you want something, poof, it is done. And the next moment you can want something else. And that's the whole damn point. So so you've got this vision from your soul that you're going to open these centers all over the world and blah, blah, blah. There's this big picture of the vision of this life incarnation and so your ego says, well, what would one center look like? Oh, about 2,500 square feet. Poof, it's done. <laughs> the 2,500 square feet is right in front of you. You walk through the front doors and you say hardwood floors. Poof, it is done. And the instant you dream it, you have it. And so you start creating this instantaneous flow because your flipping wand works. And, and you nailed it on the head, Linda, by saying self-love. So self-love would say, of course, of course, of course, of course. Well, I would like, and what's the answer? Of course. And I would like, of course. The universe has zero bias against anything. And love says, well, hell, let's give it a try. 
And so Right, why not? Yes, that's right. So you you pulled self love out of the ether and nailed it, I believe. Oh. Wow. Well, and you know, I like your idea of the wand. And I know you know, I talk to a lot of people oh, who yeah. are afraid. <laughs> right. They're afraid of like Oh, I want this. Do you think it's okay if I want this? It's I've o- I've only wanted it for 25 years, you know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, listen, I'm from that. My use when I was younger, my my um my standard for myself was I had to want something for 5 years in order to make, right. you know, to prove that it was a worthy desire. But then it yeah. turns out, and I learned this in the records, fascinating that we can only want what is already ours? Like there are things, and I'll tell you, I this I've seen this. I see this when I go out to restaurants. Even a very simple example, right? I'm at the restaurant. I'm with my son, his girlfriend, what a friend, and we're all sitting there. And what I notice is everyone orders what they want, but not right. everybody orders the same thing. Right. <laughs> It, that that never ceases to amaze me. And so as I allow myself to know what I want and to to recognize that these the desires of the heart, I'm not talking about fleeting desires. I'm talking about the real desires of the heart. It is through the want, through the individual want, that the divine will is expressed. Amen. Right? Yes. Yes. And so... So if so, in order, you know, I talk to a lot of people. I will do whatever the universe wants from me. Well, one of the things the universe wants is for us to admit what we want as human beings. That's right. Because exactly the path, right? That is the path of the soul's purpose. It is through our ordinary human longings and desires that the purposes and the truth of the soul is expressed and shared. It, it is so, it is spectacular in its beauty, and, and it, is, it is simple, right? It's deceptively simple, and it's so hard sometimes. Oh, my goodness. It, it's re- anyway. It's really elegant. It's very elegant. It's got so That's much great grace word. to it. It's yes. So, it's got yes. phenomenal grace. It, it's very eloquent. Yes. Well, <clears throat> Excuse me. The, um, oh, sure. So Jesus doesn't want to make any of our choices for us. Zero. None of them. And and when people say, well, I surrender my life to Jesus, it's like, well, just go sit in a parking lot somewhere because Jesus doesn't, he doesn't want to write down a to-do list for you. Or do you think you'd really like the red sweater? I mean, he wants you to figure out if you like the red sweater. And if you like it, get it. I mean, just exactly what you said, divine <laughs> will is manifest through the human persona's will. So yes. when you want a chocolate chip ice cream, that's God wanting, that's a, a God-expressed desire through your flesh and bones. I mean, let's that's get right. really clear here. I did the really crappy math, and I came up with billions of prayers. Billions of prayers have been prayed by humanity over the centuries. Can we end this bloody, flippin' war today? Can you stop the pain and suffering of humanity today? Billions of prayers have been spoken, and zero Mm -hmm. times... Some glowing orb has come down from the sky. Never, ever has a glowing orb come down from the sky and waved the wand and turned the slums into palaces. Waved the wand and, and transformed the, the, the tanks and the weapons into butterflies and dandelions. It's never right. happened because it's through flesh and bones. We have to do it through the human experience. All the big, powerful deities are hands-off. I mean, they got a bag of popcorn and they're watching. They don't want to drive the boat. They don't. (laughs) 
I'm just saying. Right, but say, but say, here's the, here's what I have really, I've, I've been coming to understand, right, that, you know, well, so, okay, so we get, so nobody's coming to save us. And and that's good because we that. really don't have to be saved, right? The good news is right. for what we don't need to be saved. But right. that we have, I have, you have, everyone listening, each individual in their own unique way has the ability to, what are we going to say, save themselves, to transform themselves, right. to liberate themselves, but it is through the ordinary human experience and ordinary human desire, which is it's yeah. interesting because one of the hallmarks, right, of of let's say twenty first century spirituality is that it propels us into life. Whereas prior to this, and unless we you know, you and I probably know ourselves know one another from, you know, some ashram somewhere you know, a thousand years yeah. ago. I mean, come on. Yeah. We have yeah. all spent, we have spent lifetimes climbing climbing to the mountaintop, meditating in caves, on our knees in monasteries. We have spent lifetimes under the impression that in order to have spiritual awareness, we must reject the human experience. And this is the first time in the history of humanity that we are realizing that the two are not separate, that our spiritual identity and our human experience, it's, a, it's fusion. It's a fused reality. Yes. And we are the first people to ever be aware of this. And no wonder everybody's a little anxious. No, it's not like we have any role models. Nobody knows right. what they're doing. Yeah. We're all, like, like, it's like, and, and so you're right. So all these powerful deities are like, you can figure this out. You'll be fine. But we don't yeah. yet know that. You know, we are right. learning that, which is, right. you know, I don't know. You know, I think, you know, this is really why, I don't know about you, but I'm sure this is why I came. I thought, oh, my God, I don't want to miss this opportunity. This is going to be great. No kidding. No kidding. And here we are, right? That's right. If you look at the... Um, if you try to quantify the the, the range of human experience, I, and and I'm talking very metaphorically here because I think it's yes. blasphemy to think you can put words to it, but I think there's some value to daydreaming the notion of the spectrum of human potential. So on this planet, there's a dude at the corner, and he's he's damn near dead. He's been homeless for six years and tonight it's going to get below zero and if he catches a cold, he won't wake up in the morning. He's running on fumes. He's karmically wiped out. And that's the bottom of the scale. And on the other end of the scale is flipping Jesus, cruising around the neighborhood with his friends saying, hey, check this out. And he turns his persona into pure light. I mean, and, and that gives us two ends of the spectrum. In this lifetime, for you and for me and everyone listening, we're coming off the bottom of the barrel, and we're doing this hard. It's like uh, Top Gun watching the jet fighter just uh, pull the <laughs> stick back and start flying straight up. And, and right. we're coming out of the the karmic spectrum of quagmire karmic goo, and and we're discovering our divinity, and and we're we're realizing um, something that our ancestors only dreamt of as a possibility, and here we are talking about it like it's old hat. I mean, I mean, how incredible is that? You don't have to go back yeah. 100 years, 200 years, and all this stuff is foo-foo crap, you know? Right, right. Sorry, I get carried away sometimes. <laughs> That's, well, but you know what? But see, this is, of, of course you do, right? Of course you do and I do and we all do. Because there is something so, it, it, this is, it is, we live in compelling times, right? We live in My times God. that yeah. really call on us. To, to really dig in, right, and to 
to, to find our way. And what's happening is that we are finding we are finding our way, each one of us, right? And that is it, this is unprecedented. This is and we don't yeah. have. You know, we have never done this. Our parents didn't do this, and and it's certainly not anything that our, um, you know, our religions taught us. Oh, I mean, this God. is all. I mean, it's all going. You know, all the old ideas are turning to ash. That's so, right. um, it, and and of course we're excited. Of you know, it, it's it is so exciting, and we are the first people to know these things consciously. And right. and that is and so the idea of like what's possible, right? What you know, what right. is possible, right? That that is free, um, free free beings, right? Free creatures, right? In harmony with our nature, our spiritual and human nature, um, in in harmony with our environments. What what is possible, right? What is inspiring? What does give me energy? These are the questions. So, you know, I'll tell you, um, <laughs> dancing does not give me energy, but, you know, ice skating does, right? And we all have these things, and we think they don't make a difference, but these are the elements that that they define our particular path, right? Right. Whether yeah. whatever whatever it is, so what is it? All right, when pe- we talk about how do we create the new reality, how do we how do we flow into it, generate it, engage it? It's all based on the question of what unleashes within me the experience of being loved, and fills me with an incredible and overwhelming desire to share with others. And sometimes it's baking cookies, and sometimes it's, it's you know, I don't know, saving money in the bank. And I mean, there are a million different ways. It can be working on the car, cleaning the house, visiting the, visiting our friends. I mean, every every um, expression of our lives, of our human experience, has the potential to ignite within us the experience of being loved, and yeah. that. That that's crazy, but it's true. <laughs> and and it's intended to be experienced today. When when does heaven happen? Today, not now. Tomorrow now. is, is that's is, right. Yeah. And so heaven and that's hell right. are. A, there's people who are going through hell on planet Earth today, for sure. And there's people that are going, oh my God, we now have a baby. They're at a hospital having their first child. If that's not heaven, I don't know what is, or or to capture to a sunset or the smell of a coastal breeze or you know a, a, a new recipe of food or listen to a new passage of music, an opportunity to immerse in love, loving itself. Yes. 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 And, and 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 who knew? I remember being raised with the idea that having any kind of spiritual awareness, connection, any of this would would ultimately end in great suffering. Right. <laughs> That's really You'll right. Have to pay right. Sooner or later. I mean, yeah. Right. Sooner or later. And you know, I come from a long line of people who took great pride in their suffering, right? It was righteous, it was virtuous, it was noble, it was sacred. But yes. but the truth is the myth, so so then we come to find out that that when we are aware of the truth of who we are, so the more I know that I am already one with the oneness. I I can't make myself one. I can't get to oneness. I just have to consider the possibility it's already so. And when that dawns on me, I'm happy. And it turns out that one of the clues that we're on track is that there's a happiness. Now, that doesn't mean everything is so easy because life, you know, it's, it's a physical planet. Things require some effort. But it doesn't mean angst and suffering. And that, what, an, what a beautiful distinction to be able to make. Indeed, and yes, it's, it's a it's a today kind of thing. No matter where you are in the karmic scale, 
you can enjoy the ride today. And I, I like to say, practice enjoying today <clears throat> so you'll be in <clears throat> fine form to enjoy tomorrow. And if, if you enjoy tomorrow, you'll be in fine form for the next day. And if you keep that up, you can enjoy your whole life. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I think I, I, I love this idea that you're raising about the power of the present moment, right? And and I think it's especially helpful for those of us with um, visionary tendencies, right? Um, you know, it's so easy in visionary consciousness to to consider the grand sweep of time, right? right. The future. Adrian. Adrian. We can we can look into the past. I mean it's always it's always but and and that's all fine and good. But the fact of the matter is that that the pulse, right? The pulse of human livingness is always in the present moment. And the challenge is always the same. The challenge is how do I love and respect myself? Right now, not after I lose 10 pounds, save a million dollars. I mean, whatever. You know, there's always the list, right? I don't know about you, Les. I always have a list. It's hilarious. I mean, right. but the fact is, I I cannot wait. None of us has to wait. We do not have to wait to experience the goodness that is the core of our being. It's already there. The question is, do I do I really know that it is safe, right? It is safe to open up and let all that goodness inside come forward. Do you know it? It's really interesting. Scary for people. Of course, of course, it's yeah. frightening. It's frightening. It's unfamiliar. It's unfamiliar, and like like I have said before, we don't have a lot of role models. I mean, we really don't. We have people who are right. egomaniacal. Oh, I love myself, you know, carrying on. That's whatever that is. I don't know, you know, it's ego gone rogue. But do you know? But the but this actual business of of treating of of treating ourselves with with respect and consideration. Um, including ourselves in the equations, right? Um, you know, like everyone wants to do service. I mean, I talk to people all the time. They want to do something important for the world. Everybody does. But the thing is, the old idea used to be that um, we could give to the world and sacrifice ourselves. But right. see, the new, the new um, equation is that in order to give effectively in the world, to participate and to contribute the best of who we are, our giving must be nurturing and sustaining to us as well. And this whole concept that we are included in the fundamental equations in life, there's no either or, it's all of us. And we are included. So, I mean, these are such... I don't, you know, these are new ideas, but I have to tell you, when I first came, I first, you know, came on the path, I, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought we were just going to get a nice little spreadsheet. It was going to be pluses and minuses, and at the end there'd be a big zero. It would all wash out. And come to find out that it's an organic process of of learning to love, right, learning to love myself and others a day at a time, a moment at a time, no matter what. That word unconditional is a powerful word. You know this. You know, well, it, it's, it, it, you it's like, oh, it really means no matter what. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, what, what you just said hit it on the head. For you to be able to love yourself doing what you're doing in order for – when you're able to embody love for yourself as you spill the the cake batter on the kitchen floor accidentally yes yes or you're sitting down at a restaurant and you're opening the menu or you you open the curtains and look at the sunrise in the morning when you give your 
when you afford yourself the unconditional love of whatever you're doing in the moment, you're personifying the feeling of Uh. heaven in that moment. So you're literally Mm -hmm. an energetic vibrational seed of heaven returning to earth because you're immersed in love of yourself as you experience whatever the hell is happening in your presence. Yes. Yes. So order the organic whiskey shooters. Order the the badass Harley with loud pipes. Do whatever the hell your desire is telling you to do because that's God desiring through you. Yes. Yes. And and when it's a true desire, when the desire is true, it it's always met. It's always met. It's always, you know, when the dream is real, it's achievable. Right. Love always and, says and yes. That, Love doesn't know no. Right. Right. And now, oh, that's I haven't heard that. That's cool. That's true. That's Love the first doesn't know no. Said it. But but the, we're standing in front of a. We've interviewed a, a bunch of quantum physicists here on the show, and and. The quantum field is like you're standing in front of a mirror. The the quantum field right. has no momentum of its own. You're standing in front of mm-hmm. a mirror. And the mirror doesn't give a rat's ass what face you make, what you're holding, what color your your clothes are, if the lights are on or off. The mirror doesn't care one iota. Mm-hmm. No matter what mm-hmm. comes to it, it's returned. Right. And so the, the instant moment that there's no thought contrary in your persona, the notion of faith is no thought contrary. In other words, energetically, all your thoughts, beliefs, feelings, karmic imprinting, akashic imprinting, there's no energy in your persona that's contrary to your desire, it shall be. There's no other outcome. Right. Wow. Well, well you really do have a fabulous job, Les. <laughs> it's like, oh. your head, so. No, 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 no. Well, this is, okay, so this is interesting, right? Because then, I'm well, here's, I mean, you know, okay, but here's, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm so not a scientist, right? But, But I do know this. I know that like when like the akasha, right? It's primary substance. It's and and the akashic record, right? It's it's really it's it, there's no library, there's no, you know, <laughs> there's no books, no pages, no physicality of it. It's invisible, it's vibrational. The akasha, it's really a field of light. It's a comprehensive field of absolutely everything. And right. by by consciously, like very deliberately of our own volition, placing ourselves in a more conscious um, awareness of this Akashic field, the, the light of the field stimulates the wisdom that we have been gathering for all of our lifetimes. You know, nothing is wasted. So whatever we right. learn, understand, grow, it is all within us. I remember some years back, you know, my friends would say, oh, the truth is within. And I'd be like, well, uh, that's great. How do I get to it? Right? But when we or, find or which the truth, account, which one were right, you talking about? The, right? Uh, yes. But the but when we shine this akashic light on it, all of the treasures, you know, because within each one of us is a treasury of of experience and understandings and wisdom and there there's just there's so much to um that we can wake up to, right? And then and then share. And and right. being in the record, so being in the record, I mean, what's really great about the record is it's, you know, it's, it's not like, you know, there are no deities, there's nobody to pray to, thank goodness, there's nobody to worship, there's nothing to fear. It's just this 
um, it, like it, it's a quality of light that that triggers or ignites the wisdom that we already have within us. That is a, a it is a spectacular opportunity, as far as I can tell. Well, the, the and, and you know when of... people work in the record, they say things like. Oh, I've always known that, or I always felt that. Well, of course. You know, people are not stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> the days of being knuckleheads, this, that's, not, that's not what we've got these days. And, and that right. is really exciting. Right. That is exciting. Is that, of course, people are familiar. Of course we know. Right? We've always known and and it's now we are bringing these you know bringing the deeper the, the deeper wisdoms are coming into focus for so many of us and it is what a wonderful time to be alive just wonderful no kidding. well you're yeah. embodying that wisdom you're the vehicle of that wisdom it's coming out of your mouth tonight and so for you <laughs> to channels well you are it it is yes and so for yeah, you to yeah. gain clarity about it and be able to bring language to it and then share it with others, you're the vehicle of change. And and how cool is that? And and if we talk about self-love, like mm-hmm. we're all individual cocoons of love, but there's also big-ass love, I mean the galactic love. So... <laughs> I, I like the, the the metaphor of uh, Moses. So Moses is a slave, and he's he's praying to God, going, you know, this really sucks. This is a crock of crap. Can we end the suffering anytime soon? And God doesn't reach down to Ramsey's head and crack it open and flip the good guy bad guy switch. Every single time, every single time, flesh and bones comes walking along. So Moses says, okay, use me as the vessel, and Kazap, he transformed, and he frees the the slaves out of Egypt. Fast forward to 2020, and there's billions of people on the planet, and, and, I mean, people are jumping off bridges. People are checking out early because it's so tough for them, Um, um, war veterans and whatnot. This is a tough place for a whole lot of people to live. And here yeah. comes you, Linda, and you can language the mechanics of karma. You can point to the eloquence, the grace of how consciousness is so beautifully orchestrated, and that can bring them peace. That can bring them a sense of comfort when they can't find it for themselves. Oh, my God. The volume of love in that, in that event is palatable. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is a it's an incredible opportunity, right? Yes. It, and and yeah, it, it really is. And and pour a cold one and have a good time while you're doing it, and mm-hmm. and buy the fancy shoes, and you know, go uh, ice skating or whatever turn whatever brings <laughs> you a sense of joy. Joy is the wake that you leave when you're in love with yourself. Your ego experience mm-hmm. it as holy crap, this is so fluffy, so cool. So right. we have about we have about uh seven, eight minutes left. I wanna take a step back and and talk okay. about you and your platform. So imagine I'm a listener and I don't know anything about the offerings that you have, uh, take a moment and just lay out, because I know you have some events coming up, and you, you've written or are writing your fourth book. Tell us mm-hmm. about you and how we can engage your platform. Okay. So, so there are... There are a lot of different ways that we can connect, right? <laughs> Which, um, and, and and so what you really want to be doing, especially if if the idea of the Akashic record or having a more conscious connection with your own soul, 
if that appeals to you, and you know, you don't have to be psychic. This is spiritual. It's not psychic. And and everybody is spiritual. And so so we're talking about um, developing a spiritual practice using the Akashic Record. And so, um, you know, of course, I have a website, and that's lindahow.com. And you can go there and, you know, kind of snoop around and find all kinds of things. Um, I have I have already I have three award winning books, all about the Akashic Record, right, and how to use it for your own personal growth and transformation. So, so the first one is you know all about the method and the record itself. The second is about healing using. Uh, you know, engaging in the record for your own personal liberation, and then how to you know how to work with others. Um, and then the third book is about discovering your soul's path, right? Living a conscious life, um, participating in the world, and maintaining your spiritual awareness. So those are the three books. The fourth book is on inspired manifesting. Um, and I don't have a date for that yet, but it won't it won't be too long. Okay. I also I have an online school that I'm just so excited about. It's the Linda Howe Online Center for Acoustic Studies, and there are two tracks. Right, one is for um, foundation material. Right, it's um, certifications, certification classes. Um, I have some recorded online and. And actually, this this April, I'll be offering healing through the Akashic Records um, as a live online class. It's it's in April. It's four weeks. We actually have a to save a hundred dollars with the early bird if you sign up before March fifteenth. But it's actually this is my favorite my favorite uh, class. It's it's the core material. It's the core um, practices and protocols. To, to transform the relationship you have with your own human injuries, right, heartaches, wounds, whether it's things you've done or that have been done to you, and so that you can find your well-deserved freedom from limiting patterns and, and heartbreak, whatever form that heartbreak has taken, um, that's what happens in that class. And, and you get a, you get a certification as a... Um, certified healing practitioner. Anyway, so that's that's what's coming up. I also have a um, in in September. I'm actually going to be coming out to Colorado uh, to teach the manifesting work, and so that that information's up on the website. And I'm trying to think of what else. Heavens, I think that's oh, and do you know what? In 2021. Um, I'll be offering a a one week a one week live class in Chicago. It's a teacher certification class, and and I and I'll tell you something. And and I you know I plan it a long time in advance so that so that people have a chance to take. There are five core classes that you take based on my books, and um. And then everyone comes together for a week in it's August of 21 here in Chicago. Um, I am very committed to people getting the best training possible. I I know it's it's we live in such times in times of such great need, right? And and it's really important. I believe people deserve the highest quality training available. And that is my commitment is to bring people the best training so they can have a a fully conscious and enjoyable connection with their own soul. And then to support others who are also on that journey. Um, And so, so that's what the training's all about. And, you know, I have a Facebook. You can follow me, Dr. Linda Howe, Facebook.com. Or is that, that's, that's not right. I don't even know what it is. Dr. Linda Howe on Facebook. Go find me there. I also right. have YouTubes, lots of YouTubes that are really fun with, with different meditations, guided practices, right? And um, so those are really great fun to look at. Um, and, and finally, you know, I am available for individual, you know, for private sessions. 
Um, I travel a lot, and so, but I always try to see if I can, you know, make some time to to actually work with individuals because to me that is one of the great privileges of my work is that I get to be with people in this sacred and honorable way, and um, and and what's there's nothing more fun than sharing the spiritual journey, so. Uh, I, it's always it's always good, even when even when uh, we're we're navigating some of the thornier patches of the human experience. So, but right. I think that's it. Yeah. Well, beautiful. Hey, you know, it, I always uh, enjoy having you on the show where we can um, um, take a deeper look at the mechanics of of this thing called the human experience. And, and really Come help on. people chill out a little bit about the fret and worry of of being incarnate and and you know Linda the the passion that you have is quite evident but the compassion that you have for everybody you work with is quite palatable because I can it it's really obvious that your heart. Your your heart is anchored in everything that you do. So I want to thank you for the work that you're doing and oh, and the the manifesting of your compassion through the passion of your heart. So thank you. Oh, thanks, Les. Thank you so much. Gosh. Well, time can fly pretty fast. Do you have any closing thoughts for our audience? Oh, well, the only thing really is, is is to cut yourself a break and to know that life really loves you. And no matter what, you cannot frighten away the light. You can make all the mistakes, you know, that a person can make, and you can never extinguish the light that is the core of your being. And so no matter what opinion you have about yourself or your journey, no matter what fears you have, I want you to know there is something so much greater than all your concerns, and it's living right within the heart of your being. And that light and that truth is evident to everyone who knows you and even to those of us who have yet to meet you. And so I thank you for for participating in life in in the way that you are. And together, we are making the world the place we've always dreamt. And so thanks for your partnership. Well, how beautiful is that? I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. It's been such a blast having you on the show tonight. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. We've been talking with Linda Howe, and the topic tonight is Shining Akashic Light on You, Inspired Transformation and Growth. Her website is lindahow.com, L-I-N-D-A-H-O-W-E.com. Be sure to look that up. You know, your life purpose is the best seat in the house. In other words, nobody else on the planet can provide you access to the best human experience because it comes from within you. In other words, when you honor the reason you're here, when you honor your life purpose with a passionate expression, you become the vehicle of heaven on earth. You become the personification of the love of your soul expressing in you, through you, as you. And when your ego experiences that event, there's, there's bliss. There's, there's a deep sense of satisfaction that happens when you honor your life purpose. So you already have the best seat in the theater, period, forever. There's nowhere you need to go. There's no thing you need to acquire. You're already it. So relax. Take a deep breath and just chill and learn how to enjoy today. 
it's always a pleasure having people like Linda on the show where we can tear it up and take a step back and, and noodle some of the more subtle aspects of our human experience. I'm your host, Les Jensen. As always, a pleasure. Thanks for sharing this time with us. Until next time, for listening. This has been a New Human Living Radio broadcast to bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's latest book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening.